and good Tuesday evening to you. I'm James Briarton in Charlotte. It is January the 24th, 2023. Joining me from his humble abode in Myrtle Beach, it's Scotty Powell. There we are, and we are hey. here tonight on this Tuesday. That's right, Tuesday. We're not normally here on a Tuesday to talk about a chance for stormy weather tomorrow, Scotty. And uh, we have the latest from the Storm Prediction Center. And we'll just kind of lay the land here for people and let them know what it is that they can expect as we uh, head into tomorrow. But uh, before we do that, let me ask you, there was a, yes. a rocket launch tonight at Wallops <laughs> in Virginia. Uh, many yeah. of us tried anxiously to uh, to watch it in the sky. We were hoping it was going to be a repeat of uh, kind of what Mark Sutherland showed us last week on the uh, the podcast of what he got to see for SpaceX from Wrightsville Beach when it launched from Cape Canaveral. But uh, this week, uh, Wallops did have a successful launch, but the Sky Show part of it wasn't really there. Yeah, I um, quickly rushed to the beach after getting home from work and eating supper. I was like, oh, I've got like 20 minutes. I can make it to the beach. And so I got there like five minutes till six. It's like perfect timing. I'm sitting there waiting and waiting, and I keep scrolling through Twitter. I was like, okay, it's launched it. I never saw anything. So uh, I did get a nice sunset picture. If you see it on my Twitter page, you can, yeah. you can see that. But uh, overall, yeah, it was kind of underwhelming. Uh, unfortunately, um, it was uh, I was anticipating something like we saw a couple weeks ago, but uh, right. it just wasn't the case. And I, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't as big of rocket. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know why we didn't get to see smaller, it. Newer yeah, smaller, newer, maybe we're used to. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I'm sure we'll we have tried. more opportunities. Yeah, we'll have more opportunities. Yeah. So I just didn't didn't look out on this one. So unfortunate. But, uh, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. That's how it goes. We'll say hello to Jeremy and also Golden Blue Dude, who are watching tonight with us on YouTube. So here we go. Here's the look at the uh, Storm Prediction Center's outlook. This is for Wednesday. Uh, this is the Tuesday night uh, issuance of the Storm Prediction Center Outlook. And you can see that we have a marginal and a slight risk. So a reminder that a marginal risk is a tier one and a slight risk is a tier two out of five. And you can see that that slight risk is highest along the coast of North Carolina, South Carolina, even Georgia, if you're joining us from Georgia tonight. And this extends as far inland as say portions of Columbia or Fayetteville or even Greenville, North Carolina. And then it kind of drops off Scotty like a, like a cliff by the time you get past that towards that I-85 quarter, which is an update from where we were this morning. We thought that slight risk was going to actually kind of inch its way into at least southeastern Mecklenburg County. But no, they really they really kind of pulled it back. So let's show everybody the latest run of the uh, the HRRR. I was going to show by that outlet. Could you tell where the Carolina wedge was hanging out at? <laughs> I mean, right. It's like right there. So let's show the latest. This is the zero Z model run, which of course allows us to go further into the future than some of those other hourly runs. And you, what you can kind of see as uh, we go through the course of the next few hours on what most of us would just call the future cast. And I'm going to manually walk us through this is as you get going on Wednesday morning across portions of the upstate South Carolina, portions of the Western North Carolina, Carolina mountains. You've got heavy rain. Could be pretty heavy at times. Expect some ponding of uh, roadways, especially in those low-lying areas, the poor drainage areas. And then that line is going to march from west 
FTE. So it'll come through Charlotte just in time for the later portion of that morning rush. And then it'll be clear of Charlotte by the time we get to the lunch hour. But couple things we're watching for this. There's some uh, heavier areas, uh, especially along the coast. Even a few areas actually hanging back. This is a this is a squall line out ahead of a cold front. So we actually do have almost a couple cells popping back up behind the main event in addition to the main event. Uh, and then, so Scotty, I mean, look at, we almost have a little bit of supercell activity trying to go as further to the east you get into the Carolinas, especially here as you get uh, later into the day in North Carolina. So tell us, talk to us a little bit about what uh, the threat might be with some of those. Yeah, if you actually, if you could pop that back up, James, and um, rack it back a few frames. Beep, I'll beep, beep. A couple more. Okay, right there. You can see, as, uh, as James was talking about, this is the squall line in the middle, but you can kind of see near the Wilmington area, up into the Greenville, North Carolina area. You can kind of see some discrete cells wanting to, to form there. Uh, that's where we have a strong southerly flow coming in off the ocean. Um, so that is what we'd have to watch for any discrete cells. Uh, and those would be your main tornado producers if we were to see that. Uh, in fact, today we were talking in the weather office. Uh, one thing right now that is kind of playing in our favor is those ocean waters are still cool. It's 54 the ocean temperature off of Myrtle Beach uh, up into the Wilmington area. So will that cool, stable air as it's ushered in, will that help kind of stabilize the area right along the coast? Or do we get enough humidity to kind of uh, pan out where we could see a more unstable atmosphere? So that's some questions to watch. But uh, James is right. You know, we could see some discrete sales pop up ahead of that main line. That main line is, looks very squall line look um, to it. Uh, and, and that's where we could see, uh, you've probably heard us say here, QLCS, quasi-linear convective system. Basically what that means is it's a, a, an S-curve, a line of thunderstorms. And anytime you kind of get these little kinks in that line is where you can see a quick spin-up tornado, which we saw a couple weeks ago back, into, uh, back towards Columbia, uh, where we, I think it was five or six tornadoes confirmed in, in that area. So that's kind of the setup we're looking at tomorrow. Uh, where James was talking about in Western North Carolina, upstate South Carolina, you're pretty entrenched in the wedge. It's going to be cool up. So you're not likely to see as big potential of severe weather as in Eastern North Carolina and coastal South Carolina. So that is... Um, that's something we'll have to watch, but I think tomorrow the, the main concern will be that uh, damage and wind threat. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this, you know, in, in our viewing area here in the Grand Strand and to the PD, uh, there were some areas that were approaching three inches of rain on Sunday, and then you get another inch or so rain tomorrow with some gusty winds, even outside of these thunderstorms. I don't think it would take a lot of wind to bring down some of those trees. So I think that is the primary concern would be the damaging wind threat. But we also have to watch that tornado threat. And in fact, I believe, um, James, if, if you want to show the um, specific uh, categorical outlooks, I think uh, earlier this morning, the the 2% tornado risk uh, was out for a good portion of, of South Carolina. Now that's been up to a 5% risk of tornadoes from Charleston north into the Outer Banks. And so um, that is a little bit of an elevation of what it was earlier today. And this was the latest out to, outlook later this after, well, later a few hours ago this in, this afternoon when this came out. So uh, we'll have to watch that tornado threat. You look at 5%, you're like, oh, that's not impressive. But you got to think that's five times more the potential of seeing a tornado than you do on a normal day. And you have uh, you have 
storms in the area. It's nothing to freak out and say, oh, my gosh. But it's just something to keep in the back of your mind and say, hey, you know, I, I need to just keep this in the back of my mind. It could be a rough weather day. And just know if there's a warning issued, either severe or tornado warning, just know where that safe place is and uh, just have a plan. It's always best to have a plan. And if you need to activate on that plan, you know what to do. Yeah, and if a uh, 5% chance of a tornado doesn't move you, maybe 15% chance of damaging winds yeah. will because wind is wind, right? So whether it's yep. rotating in a column or coming at you in a wall or whatever it may be, that's really the chance of uh, where we could see some of these uh, worse storms. Um, you mentioned a moment ago the wedge and kind of the really harsh cutoff we have. And let me go back to the HRRRRRRR uh, <laughs> here for a moment. And you can kind of see just looking at the Cape values – Right where it just drops off like a cliff. I mean, first of all, nothing is overwhelming in terms of the Cape value. So audio podcast listeners, all you need to know is we do have some Cape south and east of I-85, but it's almost like right when it hits that interstate, almost as if it's snow, it just cuts right off there at the line and disappears. And you can actually, I've been watching this throughout the day, Scotty, and you can kind of see it between the model runs. It's just kind of like holding right there as if there's like an invisible wall. And so that's what's making this forecast I mean, amongst most things in the Carolinas, extra tricky. Yeah, James, you know, we have some smart students around here. We have some great schools that teach meteorology, NC State, Virginia Tech, UNC Charlotte, UNC Asheville, College of Charleston, University of Georgia. Someone needs to do uh, a research project on what it is with Interstate 85. There's got to be something there. <laughs> like, that's always, like, always, no matter it's if like it's the defining factor. line of everything. Yeah. Yes. Weather. Maybe there's some kind of force there that we we don't know what it is meteorological. Yeah, I think we just maybe lost Scotty's mic or I lost it on my side. I'm not sure, but I'm going to take you over to this graphic here. And this is a look right now at real time warnings about 945 on this Tuesday night, because I wanted to couple this with what uh, David, uh, excuse me, Brian David watching on Facebook just said, let's hope it settles down. I've been tracking the storms that hit Texas and the outcome hasn't been good. Lots of damage there. And you can continue to see that that those storms right now prompting the National Weather Service to issue severe thunderstorm warnings, tornado warnings now coming into the New Orleans area on this Tuesday night. And this is all associated with that same storm system. So, you know, the SPC outlook here for the Carolinas is somewhere between a tier one and two for tomorrow. Right now, across portions of the deep south, they've got it up to a tier three. You can kind of just see it cut off at the bottom of your screen there. That's the enhanced risk. So well, yet again, Scotty, here in January, in winter, a deep south severe weather outbreak. Yeah, and, and this is the third week in a row where we've seen severe weather um, possible on Wednesdays. It seems like we're in that pattern right now of, of seeing these events. And uh, there was a pretty uh, significant tornado that moved through just to the south and east of the Houston, downtown Houston, Texas area. Uh, there's several you know videos and, and pictures floating around on Twitter of the damage that was done there. So these storms do have that potential uh, and that's uh, environment as it moves closer to us is why the Storm Prediction Center has that that risk of severe weather for us. So it is it's becoming a kind of a, a trend, maybe not next week. It kind of looks like we may calm down a little bit next week. But uh, even after this, you know, James, we talk about the severe weather threat, which is, you know, number one priority. It definitely looks like behind this, we're going to see some more northwest flow snow develop in the North Carolina mountains um, pretty strong northwesterly flow where we could see an, another couple of inches up there. So while we've seen severe weather outside of the mountains, the mountains are really racking up and cashing in on the northwest flow snow event after these cold front passages. So, um, you know, what's 
what's bad for one set of people is good for another set. I know the ski slopes and all of our friends up in the mountains who enjoy the snow are loving this, this pattern and this setup, but uh, you know, that, that comes with it with these cold fronts, you're going to have a big dramatic change in, in the temperature profile and that's going to produce another nice band of Northwest flow snow in the mountains over um, kind of like Wednesday night through Friday. Well, I think we'll take that as a silver lining because while we want to be uh, on our game for the severe storms on Wednesday across much of the coastal and then kind of the low country beyond that, it's not going to be, yeah, it could be a lot worse, right? Especially when you consider what happened in Texas and other places of the country. And then if you couple that with the idea that maybe you can get up to, uh, up to the mountains this weekend to, to see some snow and the, and the like, I think people, uh, you know, I think that might work out just fine as, uh, uh, see if I can get any of these uh, cameras in the mountains to load at this hour. They, they're not cooperating, but that's okay. That's <laughs> I okay. was we'll watching, try. I was watching yesterday. I had the, uh, the, the, uh, beach mountain camera up in the weather center all day. I yeah. was just had it over on one of the monitors, not messing with it and just watching it snow all day up there. And they really cashed in yesterday and it looks like they will again later on this week. So, uh, but yeah, James, what you were talking about, you know, tomorrow, Definitely the, the focus of attention needs to be in the eastern Carolinas and uh, potentially seeing some damage in wind gusts and isolated tornadoes. So at some point, if there's a watch or a warning issue, just know what to do tomorrow. Remember that watch means that conditions are there. The ingredients is kind of like our friend Brad Panovich has this great graphic of, of cupcakes. And I've seen seen tacos as well. He's, he's done cupcakes and tacos. Yeah. But you have all the ingredients there. That's what a watch means. But a warning means you're, those ingredients have come together to produce something, either a cupcake, a taco, or a tornado. So you need to uh, make sure that you take uh, those proper precautions if they, uh, if this weather service was to issue a tornado warning. Nowhere to go. You know, lowest level of your home, put as many walls between you and the outside. There it is. There's, there's a difference because of watching a warning. A lot of people get those confused, and I know they can be confusing. So. You know, that that's a watch means you have the ingredients. A warning means everything is has come together. So, yeah. And here's what you can expect from us here at the Carolina Weather Group in order to get warnings. Uh, you can find those on our Twitter account. We will auto tweet tornado warnings, severe thunderstorm warnings and even flash flood warnings. And if uh, you need a place to kind of park any of your screens tomorrow, you can check on over to the Carolina Weather Net streaming on YouTube for free. It'll show real time radar, sky cams and those same warnings from the National Weather Service. So if you need a, a dashboard of sor sorts, you can go ahead and park that up and keep a close eye on things. Uh, Mr. Powell, uh, finger can I do air has a he has a thought can i do a shameless plug here you can also tune in to wbtw there's a certain someone who's going to be out in the field yep. looking at the storms tomorrow so um i'm i've been dispatched to go out and do Ooh. weather reports out outdoors so you can uh you can catch up on that as well so there you go if you're in the middle beach area or you feel like streaming yourself some storm chaser scotty yeah, yeah, we'll see how it works out. I, yeah. I think I, I'm hoping we'll get a little something, but it's you know, in in all honesty, um, just be paying attention to the weather tomorrow, and yeah. just, it's one of those days where I know whatever your local station you like to follow, your local meteorologist, they're all term different. I know you guys have first warn days, we have alert days here. We call it them is weather aware day, Scotty. Yeah, weather aware days. Weather so, aware days. So be. Um, be mindful of that and, uh, you know, just pay attention to, uh, to the weather and, and, and the conditions. So. 
Is that what you guys call it? What do you call them? We call them uh, weather alert days. Weather alert days. Okay. Yeah. All right. Our our criteria is a, a slight and above. You're you're showing your cards now. I know, right? It's it's it, we don't do them every day, so you know they're more they're more like a golden ticket event. So yeah, but tomorrow would qualify because you're in a slight. Tomorrow is yes, yes. Yeah, tier two out of five. So there you go. So um, you know, if nothing else. Our friend NC, NCTN High Country Weather will be getting himself some more Northwest flow. So. Yes. Expect a lot of videos from him. He sends some really good content. Yeah. So if you love snow, give him a follow on Twitter. He he is always, um, I don't want to say bragging because he's not bragging, but he's always showing his his snow, uh, snow con, snowy sharing conditions. Sharing. Yeah, sharing them with everybody. So, and it makes me who live who I live at the beach. It makes me miss home and and the snow. So I enjoy it. Come on back anytime. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna upload to uh, Patreon tonight <laughs> our next new episode of the Carolina Weather Group talking about earthquakes. You know we've got lots of them in South Carolina over the course of the last year or so, and. Uh, some new information that might explain why and where those earthquakes are occurring. So uh, that'll be coming soon to your Carolina Weather Group feed here on YouTube or wherever you get your audio podcast. But if you are a supporter of the Carolina Weather Group at patreon.com slash Carolina Weather Group, like these fine folks are scrolling at the bottom of your screen, you'll be able to unlock early access to that episode. But otherwise, I think that's going to do it for this little improv severe weather storm discussion with Scotty Powell and myself. Uh, stay weather aware for the first alert storm warning days i just try to just match <laughs> them all together all and of them together all of them together and uh, we'll watch for some more january thunderstorms uh which by the way does not mean that it's going to snow in 10 days but i'm going to get out of here before i make any controversy about that i was going to say because if that was the case we'd have had snow all month we would have had <laughs> snow by now sorry bye <laughs>